Welcome to the Decisions That Matter podcast, where we meet with leaders from across the procurement community to discuss innovative and strategic ideas. Because when it comes to procurement, every decision matters. Welcome to the next episode of The Buying Bunch. We are a group of former chief procurement officials who meet and discuss our observations on purchasing in the public sector. And we're here today to talk to you a little bit about COVID and the impacts uh, through cooperative purchasing, how cooperative purchasing might be one of the better tools for procurement offices across the country at all types of agencies in this time. I think what we're just finding is that cooperatives continue to be a great way for uh, procurement officials to continue to get the supplies or services they need uh, in a regular context, as well as within this COVID crisis and all of the opportunities that those contracts have to uh, be another one of the tools in the tool belt for any CPO uh, across the country. Uh, yeah, Jason, uh, you're right. And one of the things cooperative purchasing does is really help reduce the workload and increase the efficiencies for government. And one thing I think about is regardless of the size of the government, uh, or a, a school, they all establish hundreds of contracts. And most of those are non-COVID-19 related, and they still have to get them in place. And this takes a considerable amount of time and staffing resources. And a primary benefit of using cooperative purchasing is to reduce the amount of time spent on the bidding process. And with cooperatives, somebody else has already taken that time and gone through a, a lengthy process to get a great contract in place. And with most cooperative contracting vehicles, the pricing is even better because of the immense buying power afforded by the cooperative purchasing process. And during this present environment where staffing resources is gonna be a luxury for a while and quick savings is gonna be necess a necessity, uh, cooperative purchasing will be a needed and a very convenient tool for government and educational organizations. Yeah, and when you think about, you know, how beneficial cooperative purchasing is at a state level, it becomes even more so as you get into a local level in school districts who in normal times are often strapped for resources. I mean, you might have a city clerk, uh, you know, doing, wearing 15 different hats, purchasing being one of them, you know, they don't have the resources to go out and run a full RFP and, and they don't have the buying power to, to leverage to get the kind of savings that they can get you know, today with a cooperative contract that's been, you know, competed at a regional or a national level. So, you know, the, the benefits to them are amplified at, at that level. It's funny when you think about who's impacted too by this crisis. One group you wouldn't think about are the government procurement lawyers out there. I've, I've talked to a bunch of them in the last few weeks on different topics, and they are as busy as the buyers are in terms of dealing with all these emergency procurements and these contracts that can't wait till tomorrow. And one of the nice things about a cooperative contract is the terms and conditions have already been negotiated by a lead entity. So the lawyers don't have to do any, much, any additional work beyond just a quick review. So it's a sort of a, maybe a surprise group of stakeholders who benefit from it. Right. And um, I think that because we're having to investigate all these suppliers that are new to us, the cooperatives give us a steady place to look for those things that we need every day all the time and so you can spend time devoted to some of those COVID things that maybe you can't find on a cooperative because you're strapped trying to find a supplier that's reliable 
you do have reliable suppliers available through cooperatives all over. You know, it's really been interesting during uh, the COVID-19 crisis, the different types of categories that we're seeing uh, being used because, you know, we're, we're kind of used to the typical emergencies and, you know, pulling from our MRO contracts or uh, even uh, office products and things, but we're really seeing some interesting things this time. Uh, remote work and distance learning is requiring, you know, a lot of IT driven uh, types of purchases, you know, need laptops, need headphones, you're going to have to go find those. And it's quick and easy to go get those off the cooperative contracts because those prices are already established. When what if you needed a thousand, you know, instructional packets for a K-12 school, you know, being able to go pull those off a cooperative certainly helps expedite and save money and time for your school district. Uh, one of the uh, ones I've seen too is uh, job order contracting. Boy, that has really been used during the crisis because they were able to make structural changes, you know, turn convention centers into uh, hospitals so that they can serve the customers. I think if we've learned anything through this crisis is the need for speed in procurement is, is a great one. And with furloughs more than ever before, we're gonna be asked to do more with less. That, that is gonna get to be our theme song, I'm sure in the next couple of years as budgets are significantly restricted so, you know, we're looking for innovative solutions such as inventory management systems, uh, temporary staffing, that's probably gonna be a need, uh, automated service desk. I think of, uh, wouldn't it been nice for a lot of our unemployment insurance offices to have had some type of automated uh, answering service to help out. And if there was ever a time that e-procurement has been in the spotlight, this is it. It really has brought to mind for everyone, particularly government, how much we need electronic uh, ability in procurement. So it's really exciting to see the uses and uh, of cooperative contracts out there. there there's been some adaptations, I think, and creative solutions coming out of this. Yeah, one thing that's interesting, Jane, when, when we first started GSS 15 years ago, cooperative purchasing was used, but it was mostly used for sort of your basic commodities, office supplies, MRO, furniture, which are still great uses of a cooperative, but you know, even something that has complexity to it and is unique, like e-procurement, you know, we're seeing governments using cooperative contracts to procure something like that. So you're right, it's not just you know, office supplies anymore, it's a, it's a really wide array of, of goods and services and IT. Yeah, and I, I wonder too, David, if this crisis will create new new ideas for new cooperative contracts that could be used in the future with, with a similar crisis or other emergencies that may come up. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. I think it will. One other interesting thing about this is I think a big part of what we're going to see governments do in the next couple of months is really try to think about ways they can help give a boost to the local economy. And cooperative contracts are interesting in that a lot of times they're held by national suppliers, but they do allow those national suppliers to work with a wide array of local suppliers as part of their solution uh, in a local area. So I think cooperative purchasing also helps to foster um, more investment in local communities. Yeah, I think that's a good point, David, because I think the cooperatives have that, that thought initially that you're dealing with that large corporation, but there's a, actually a number of small components within those that can be really supportive to that local community, uh, be it through disadvantaged or small 
firms otherwise. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of The Buying Bunch. Uh, thanks to everyone on The Buying Bunch for your contributions. We appreciate you watching and look forward to your comments or suggestions, and we will see you here again soon. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Decisions That Matter. This podcast is brought to you by Procurated, the leading supplier evaluation tool for procurement professionals across the U.S. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. See you again next time.